everyone. It is Kevin Henry, the editor-in-chief for DrByCuspid.com. Excited to be on another episode of the DrByCuspid.com podcast, and also glad to be joined by Michelle Coker, who's an employment practices analyst for the California Dental Association. Hey, Michelle, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Thanks so much for having me on. Absolutely. Thank you for being on. I appreciate it. I'm excited to dive into the topic today, but before we do that, uh, could you tell me a little bit about yourself and then we'll start talking about wage traps? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been with CDA going on 18 years this year. Prior to that, I worked in private practices, generally in, in a front office capacity. Uh, in my current role, I help our members with their employment needs in their businesses, policy development, managing employees, uh, you know, employee issues, compliance with the laws, things like that. Uh, and I absolutely love what I do. Well, I know you are needed, so I'm glad you love what you do. That's fantastic. It, has it gotten more difficult since COVID to, for your clients, for your constituents when it comes to employees and, and just handling day-to-day -day operations? Yes, uh, to some degree, there have been a number of new laws that have been enacted due to COVID. Um, namely, some leaves of absence laws have become more prevalent. Uh, there's an increase in paid sick leave now that went into effect this year. Um, and just in general, uh, people are still getting sick. So there's still the management of illnesses. People's families are still getting sick. So there's, there's still a lot of juggling happening. Um, and of course, a lot of people left the industry uh, just due to fear um, or, or various other that they just didn't return. So, yeah, on a number of levels there, there's a lot of different things happening. Absolutely. And again, we're talking to Michelle Coker with the California Dell Association, and we certainly encourage you reach out to your local uh, state Dell Association for any of your needs if you're not in California. Uh, CDA always does a great job of working with us, and we're super excited to be back in Anaheim this year for CDA Presents in May. Uh, but Michelle, that's a little bit in the future. Let's talk about now, and let's talk about wage traps. And first of all, whenever you and I were prepping for this podcast, that was one thing that uh, uh, was kind of on your specialty list. So I'm wondering, what are wage traps? Let's just start with the very basics yeah, there's there's a handful that I can say our our members face uh, some misconceptions about how to pay employees that I come upon, uh, you know, throughout throughout time, you know, working with our members. the The first one I would say is the biggest one is how to pay um, hygienists in in the practice. Many hygienists are either paid based on a daily rate. Uh, many are based on, uh, based on kind of like a per patient or kind of in a, a wage an hour lingo would be more on a piece rate basis. What happens is, is employers are considering that these employees are non-exempt or non-hourly, non not, you know, like salary based, and they're not. Unfortunately, uh, the misconception leads, you know, employers down this road of not having the employee clocking time. They're not time tracking. They're not providing, uh, you know, compliant meal and rest breaks. And ultimately they're not paying overtime, right? So it might be beneficial for the practice to say, you know, I'll just give you a flat rate, but 
those things still apply, right? You still have to be compliant with wage and hour laws. And, you know, those are, those are huge traps and everything's great until it's not right. So you can really, really get in a lot of trouble. Um, I'd say the second one, and, you know, I'm going to kind of ride that overtime, you know, law a a bit here is that not paying unapproved overtime is a big no-no. Um, I know many of our employers have a policy that say all overtime needs to be uh, approved in advance, but it occurs, right? And it occurs even when your employees aren't telling you in advance. And I have come across, across conversations where it turned out that they weren't paying the employees because it wasn't approved in advance. Um, so that that can really get an employer into a, a, a lot of trouble. Um, the same with not paying off-the-clock work. Uh, if you know that employees are arriving early and getting work done, even a, a de minimis amount, a little amount of work uh, is getting done maybe before the computer's warming up or they're running around and turning on equipment and turning on the lights and whatnot before they're clocking in. And conversely, at the end of the day, same thing. If they're clocking out, but then they're performing some sort of work taking out the trash, you know, little things, uh, those things can really, can really catch, you know, an employer unaware, right? Um, if you, you know, now with technology, employees have the option of clocking in after hours, right? Maybe they can log into the system and they're responding to patient requests to change an appointment for the next day, or they've received a text from a patient and, and they're, clocking in and logging into the computer and not tracking the time where they're adjusting the schedule for the next day or, or those types of things. So you really need to be careful that if you're aware or even, you know, might be aware that these, these things are, uh, this type of work, uh, is happening. You've got to make sure your employees are tracking it. That that's a really good one because uh, I'll be honest, I hear so many times about a dental assistant who will as you said, prep the practice for the day, or even if it's simple as taking the trash out in the evening, whatever it might be. I know that sometimes there's a little above and beyond that goes on uh, whenever it comes to, as you said, minimal tasks like that, that you wouldn't even think about. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and it's great. If your employees are are loyal and they're working hard and and they're coming in a little bit early and they want to get a jump on the day, you know, maybe you can see that as a good thing, right? It's, you know, maybe that extra expense is really saving you time in the long run. Um, and it's the same with the end of the day. If you, if you have employees who are building relationships with, uh, your patients, right? Maybe a hygienist is spending a little extra time on, on, um, you know, dental, um, uh, you know, treatment planning, what, whatever, discussing dental health and brushing techniques. And it runs a little bit over, um, you know, those, the building those relationships, that's valuable. So sometimes that little bit of extra overtime you're paying pays back in, you know, in spades later with, with, uh, your patient loyalty. So is it as simple as just communicating? If you're going to come in early, you know, you're going to be on the clock. I mean, whatever it might be, is it just that communication? So team member and dentist are on the same page. Absolutely. Um, always, always fall back on your practice policy. That's the, you know, number one rule. If you have a timekeeping policy, then your employees need to be following that policy as well as you. And if it's not working, change it, 
right? That's a that's a practice policy that can be changed. So if it's really not if it's really not working, then then I would say change it. As far as any other types of wage, uh, you know, wage traps, working interviews are really really popular in dentistry. Uh, I don't know many other industries that do. One of the one of the traps would be a non-payment of somebody who came in and actually performed work, right? The work, uh, you know, if an employee or somebody is working for you, they're considered an employee in California. Um, there isn't that gray area of, well, they're not really hired. They are hired for the day if they're performing work and you actually have to collect some documents from them at minimum and pay them at the end of the day. And a, it, it can be a real trap because many employees do realize they need to be paid that day and they'll come looking for their money the next day or, you know, when you haven't paid and then, and then it's late. So got to be really careful with, uh, with working interviews too. It's a, it's a great point. Cause again, from the assistant point of view, I hear so often whenever somebody's trying out a practice, they're seeing if somebody's a fit whatever it might be. I, I have heard plenty of stories about that all over the country, uh, but but that's really good to know from both the team and the dentist point of view. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, we're talking with Michelle Coker from the California Dental Association, and we want to encourage you to make sure you know the laws in your state. Reach out to your state dental association because California may be different than yours, and you may be different than California. So make sure that you are uh, staying in compliance with your local and state uh, laws. One question I had for you, and, and I have heard of this happening, but you know the Monday morning huddle, the team meeting. Sometimes those happen before hours, and and sometimes people do those off the clock. I have heard of that as well, and I'm guessing just from what you've told me, that's obviously a no-no. <laughs> that's a big no-no. Yeah, if if there's a required meeting at any at any point, it could be a weekend. It could be, you know, first thing in the morning on Monday morning or midday, whatever it is, if it's required, an employer, if, if they're in control of the employee's time, uh, then, then it's definitely an on-the-clock type situation. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's good enough, sure. So if I'm a dentist and, and I'm working in a small practice, I'm by myself, there's no HR, there's, you know, it's really me running the ship. Is it as simple as reaching out to California Dental Association or wherever I live just to make sure that I'm staying compliant? Or how is the best way for a dentist to know his employment laws? Uh, there's, yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, members of CDA obviously have access to CDA practice support, a team of experts in uh, the topics for employment, regulatory compliance, dental benefit plans, and practice management. And there, there are a number of us on the team. There are six of us that take calls uh, from members um, to, to handle these situations. Um, when it's necessary, we can refer to employment law experts, uh, or excuse me, uh, employment law attorneys, if it's necessary and it goes beyond our expertise, because clearly we're not attorneys. Um, so if it gets a little more complex, we can, we can uh, refer, them, refer them out. Uh, we have a number of resources, hundreds of resources on the cda.org uh, website under the practice support section. Uh, many, many templates. We have a legal reference guide, a regulatory compliance manual, 
um, a, a sample template for an employee manual. So those practice policies, they can make or break you, right? So always recommend falling back on a written policy. At minimum, there's about 12 different laws um, in California that require a written policy. Even if they're not in a manual itself, you've got to have them written somewhere. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. It's just as easy as picking up the phone or really, and or emailing us too. So we there, we have a number of different ways they can reach out. And I do want to go back to something you said earlier about the the employee manual, you know, the, that binder that's in the practice that should kind of be the go-to. And I realize that, you know, we're in a new year. Not everything has been updated so far for 2024 and a lot right. of practices. But I'm going to guess yeah. that that's a pretty high on the level of things to get done very quickly. Should be the number one thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as we know, California likes to pass employment laws. Uh, there have been a number of significant changes in the last couple of years. Um, it should be reviewed each year and updated each year. Um, I, I managed that to... I, the man, the manual has been updated for 2024 and is available on our website now. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, the paid sick leave law, that's, that's the big one. That's the one we're getting the, the num most number of calls now. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. If it hasn't been dusted off and reviewed, I'd say since 2020, there have been some major changes with policies. Absolutely. And, you know, I live in the state of Colorado. I can tell you, we had some employment laws go into effect at the start of the year. So, I mean, it's all over the place for sure. And we definitely want to make sure that our, yeah, yeah we want to make sure our listeners take advantage of opportunities like that. Uh, yeah. Michelle, so in CDA.org, I believe is the site. Is there anywhere specific they need to go on there to kind of drill down? Yeah, it's probably the easiest is to look for the menu tab and look for, you know, drop down to practice support. Uh, that's where they'll find the resources for dentists, the required poster sets, you know, all, all of those, you know, all things practice support and, uh, anything related to, uh, regulatory compliance, employment and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you gave us some good wage traps to avoid today. I, I like, I like some of those okay. things there and some things that I know I've heard asked. Uh, so it's really good uh, to have that knowledge, but it's even better to know that there's experts on your side who can help you with so, Michelle, Absolutely. thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. And thanks to all of you for listening to this episode of the DrByCuspid.com podcast. We love bringing on experts to help your day go better. Until next time, Kevin Henry, the editor-in-chief for Dr. By Cuspid, signing off and wishing you nothing but success ahead. <laughs>